Yeah, so I like your point about American realism because this this is a distinction that I think oftentimes people aren't tracking. And, and I get why not, because if you look at something like what happened on January 6th, it's so dramatic in the in the kind of basic optics of it. Uh, and and it, it feels like such a natural fit with a narrative that a lot of people had 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 about, um, you know, Trumpism in general, maybe. Uh, that it's, you know, I mean, look, if you're the same way that if you're, um, you know, if you're an anarchist who thinks that like, you know, we're the way that we're going to get, you know, better system is like street level insurrection. You saw the, the police station burning down in Minneapolis. You thought, Hey, look, right. It's happening. Yeah. Um, oh, and it's been happening since 1968. It's yeah. 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 It's a particularly dramatic instance. Too, especially as someone who's from Seattle, there were a lot of, I think, fantasies about what the Chaz represented. Um, regardless of whether you think of it, I, I just don't think it represented a, you know, a, a foundation for a break with a, a actually existing America. Yeah, I mean, pres presumably not, right? Like, like there wasn't going to be like a. Uh... Uh, I mean, there was no scenario into which there was going to be a long-term Chaz with like the, um, you know, like, like even just basic, like water, sewer, electric stuff that wasn't going to happen. Um, right. but literally though, I, I, this reminded me of Occupy. And when I heard the, the audio of the guy, whatever, this strange provocateur person who, who had the really disturbing video of Ashley Babbitt getting shot, um, like they were saying, this is happening, this is happening. And I'm like, these are exactly the words I heard on Occupy, like right. like first March at Zuccotti, like the whole it's all happening thing. Like this is exactly the same kind of like triumphalism. We're on the cusp. It is, you know, the it is the it's the same kind of insane confidence of spirit that's like this time it's happening, and like obviously totally different visions of what they want right. to happen, and visions for the world. But it's like, oh, uh, Americans are really fucking easily, easily uh, convinced that you know it's all happening every time. They get us every time. The, the, the you know Lucy with the football. <laughs> right, 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 right. I think raises interesting a yeah. lot of interesting questions. But the one that jumps immediately to mind is like, why don't we just appreciate the sheer power of the American security state, um, which is you know puts down these things. Basically, when it decides to, without exaggeration, if it decides to go after you, you're you're not you're not going to come out well from that equation. Um, and so it, it's interesting that that's a delusion that sort of permeates the United States. Which maybe yeah, that you can have either in a, either in a way that you'd welcome, uh, like like the sort of reading insurrectionary fantasies into Chaz or the Minneapolis you know, police station as if these were real threats to the American state. Uh, or in a you know apocalyptic doomer sort of way, like thinking uh, thinking that what happened on January sixth uh, was like uh, you know a potential fascist coup you know that was going to end democracy or something like that. Uh, and it's and again if you're if you're just looking at at the imagery you, you know and and a kind of blurry watercolor of what happened, you can kind of see how somebody could could get there, even though if nothing else to dramatically underestimating the this uh stability and strength of the uh, the uh the american state uh which you know for for better or for worse you know very often for worse is 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 not vulnerable to these things but i think it's also interesting you know amber like, QAnon people seem to think like you know 
the left seems to think that like, you know, everyone's just going to be so moved by whatever public gesture we do that they're going to, um, they're like, oh, look, they really care about this. We should probably stop police violence or we should probably forgive student debt or whatever. Right, right. Like Q thinks like, oh, actually they're on our side. Like the security service are, are secretly on our side. We get it. It's a lot of like sort of like augury and um, the kind of delusion that, you know, whatever Freud said, the, the, there's little difference between the schizophrenic and the philosopher both read a conspiracy into the text. Like the idea that like uh, leftists sort of know that we're against people, but we think that like if we're inspiring enough, that you know, it, it, it'll, our, our will will alter the world. Right. Um, and Q, the complete opposite. They're like, oh no, they're they're low key. They're gonna any minute now. They're gonna come out and be like, I too support you. So it's like, yeah, which which I mean, in a way, it's almost like uh, the early years of of the Obama administration. Uh, the the widespread belief that you know Obama was playing nine dimensional chess, and you know, and and really. You know, he wanted everything that the uh, the left wanted. Uh, you know, he he was just being like very savvy and subtle, and you know, he wasn't going to show his hand. Uh, yeah. It's kind of the same thing for for Trump. But uh, what the actual vision is, and this is one important distinction, uh, like a, a like one of even the relatively saner comparisons I've seen as far from people who to see you know, the sort of specter of, of fascism in this, uh, you know, is obviously not to something like, you know, the March on Rome or whatever, you know, those things worked, uh, but uh, to like, you know, 1934 in, in France when there were, you know, fascist, you know, mobs who were, you know, sacking, you know, government buildings in similar ways. But uh, if you look at the ideology of, of those forces back then, like they actually had like what they called anti-parliamentary leagues, like they were very explicit, like democracy bad, we don't like it. Uh, and in this case, uh, there is no vision of, of anything except the basic American system. You know, there, there might be a vision of, um, you know, murdering a lot of the people in it because you think they're satanic pedophiles, uh, but, you know, but certainly not changing any of the actual institutions. That would just be unimaginable. Right, which is that American realist aspect that I talked about because um, I think uh, this country has obviously a very imperfect democracy, um, but its institutions have lasted relatively in a relatively coherent fashion for a long time, which just wasn't true about post-World War I Italy or post-World, especially post-World War I Germany, which goes from being a monarchy to a democracy in, in a year. Um, and so that's just a fundamentally different thing, um, right. which as, as you know, I've always said, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think that it's interesting when you're examining this movement, particularly how to respond to that, to, to really take it seriously. And I think that's what our piece was trying to do, which was to take um, the QAnon people on, on their own terms and see, like, what are they actually saying beyond the things that we could just, you know, put in the, the box of Fantasia, you know, because I don't think you need to get into the details about, like, what do they think about the satanic pedophiles? It really gets into eschatology. It's a yeah. Bible code. You know, they have people, like, really tracking everything Q wrote, but, like, what are, what are they actually saying in terms of, like, a programmatic statement? And it's pretty status quo, ironically. You know, they're not suggesting new forms of governance. They're not suggesting new institutions. They're not suggesting a new constitution. You know, they're not suggesting get rid of the Senate. Um, it's very much within this American paradigmatic democratic frame, which is very interesting and not and, and a little bit unusual in terms of millenarian movements. It's sad. It's sad and depressing and tragic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so 
Uh, and I think one of the things that's particularly depressing and tragic about it is uh, some of, you know, without reducing everything to this, uh, there are obviously like real, um, there, there is, there is real suffering, you know, in, in a larger sense that's, that's channeled into this. Like uh, one of the things that you mentioned in the article is that uh, one of the most common um you know, Q, uh, Q beliefs uh, was that uh, Donald Trump was going to forgive everybody's medical debt. You've just watched part of a Give Them More uh, patron bonus episode. To access the full episode and every other episode, sign up as a patron at patreon.com slash Ben Burgess.